Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shear. Tonight, begin Shchedish. is a beautiful, beautiful month. Of course, you know Nissan. In this we were redeemed, and in this in the future be once again redeemed. Although we still believe that even in other, in this last moments of other will be redeemed as well, we don't have to wait for that. But as we enter into the month of this beautiful, beautiful, happy, joyous month. We anticipate and believe fully that Munash Shlema in Biyaz Gael Tzedek, and just like the first redemption of the first Golas, which is the Golas of Mitzrayim, we were redeemed. Chedesh Nisan, so too we will be redeemed from Chedesh Nisan. Redemption. Golos, exile. Public or private? Is it something that every person, individual, is in Golos, or as we, or are we in Golos as one? It's one nation, one entity. It's both. Kalal Yisrael is in Golos, as long as we're not in Eretz Yisrael, Beis Hamikdash, as long as we're not basking in the glory of the actual Shechina, as long as we are lacking in the ultimate spiritual connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're in Golos. It's called exile. We are exiled from Kedusha, from sanctity, from holiness. And yet, each individual is in their own private gullus. Within their own private gullus, each person needs to look and to search and to seek a redemption from this gullus. Some of us carry, as we call in America, baggage. And due to the baggage, <coughs> weighing down the person, keeping back the person, holding back the person from going and succeeding, find that as their own personal goals. Consider that their own goals. Some of us put on a persona, I'm fine. Everything is wonderful. It's all good. It's all smooth. And I could, I could do this. I'm handling myself just fine. Nothing disturbing me. And some of us are, in essence, 
just there. Their emunah pshuta, their full belief in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, tells them this hiccup, this disturbance, this bump in the road. There's nothing. It's a bump in the road. I can get over it because Akash Baruch is going to give me kayach. Akash Baruch is going to give me strength. Akash Baruch is going to guide me through this. And Akash Baruch is going to carry me through like he has till now. It's a level. Or as we call it in Hebrew, Balmadrega. And it's very, very meritous, very powerful very respected are we allowed to say something troubles us? yes are we allowed to share with people that we are close to? yes do we have a close circle of 700,000 people? no Social media is not the place to vent. One can vent on social media. If they find a Tayelis, they find that it has accomplished something, it would help somebody else. That's something else. It's a different and a whole different subject. One has a matzav prati, even if it's been Adam Lachavera, even if it's between him and another person or her and another person, one needs to iron it out between themselves. Sometimes we can't. We're not that strong, we're not that powerful, we're not that uh, equipped. So we avoid that discomfort. We stay away. Obviously, you don't have to contact them. If we don't have to be in contact with them on a constant basis, then we just avoid and we just... don't go, We're not called going into an ostrich hole. We're not hiding burying our head. We don't have... We have enough things to do, enough people to talk to, enough, enough of a life not to have that thought in my mind, that person in my mind, that person in my heart, that person... Or, or, or just that trouble, that luggage, that baggage that I'm carrying around with me, I can leave it somewhere else. I don't have to confront it head on each time. There are times I can just say to myself, that's not me anymore. That's not me. That person unfortunately, is no longer around with us. I am a totally, totally new person, a new entity, a new life, a new, I, have, I lead a new life, I have more control of what I'm up and where I'm at. And I can now, Baruch Hashem, forge ahead. I need people in my life, I need some social circle, I need some person that I can look up to, I need some person that I can talk to. 
sometimes a person finds that in a parent, sometimes in an uncle, sometimes in an aunt, sometimes in a cousin, sometimes in a just a friend, <coughs> sometimes in a grandfather. Everyone needs that outlet. More importantly, the Mishnah tells us, a Selech Rav. One needs to make themselves a Rav. One needs to have a Rav to whom they can turn, to whom they can confer, with whom they can discuss, and they can, shall we say, bounce off their daily life. When the Rebbe asked between Sarabatevis and Yitzvat every ten days to study a subject to be tested by your Rav, and the Rebbe wanted the Rav to write to the Rebbe how that test went. <laughs> Mind you, you're not talking about fifty people; you're talking about thousands of people. And the Rebbe took all those letters and put them to the aisle. Then we spoke at length about, first of all, the connection with the Rav, and most more importantly, the concept of the person knowing that they have a Rav to whom they can turn, with whom they can confide, within whom they can confide, and the person that can give them advice. This is the personal exile from which we need to redeem ourselves. And as we come to Chedesh Nissen, we can, just like in days of yesteryear, 2448, the Eden were redeemed from their exile, we too can shed and can remove ourselves from our personal exile. our personal fears or doubts or thoughts and we need to forge ahead we need to forge ahead we need to do what we can to make the best of who we are and what we are HaKadosh Baruch Hu has wondrous ways and HaKadosh Baruch Hu sometimes gives what seems to be the back of his hand, what seems to be raw, what seems to be difficult, what seems to be very, very trying. Things that we can't even discuss, we don't want to discuss even with our own parents. Because we don't feel that they're on board, we don't feel that they understand, we don't feel that they would care enough. Unfortunately, it might be the case. It might be the case, but very, very rare. Very few and far between are there apparent that doesn't care about their child. 
that doesn't love their child deep down, that would do anything for their child. Not saying there aren't such parents, there are unfortunately. And that child needs to turn to the right way, to the right path, to Terechatera, to Das Tera. And hopefully, through the guidance, the proper guidance of Siata Dishmaya, will achieve and complete and fulfill their lives in a way that's necessary. Today, in today's day and age, what is our exile today? What is our goal is today? Everyone has their own pekala. Everyone has their own pekala. One of the worst crises that we know about is the Shidduch crisis, obviously, in Klal Yisrael, the Jewish nation. Boys and girls that are just not getting married, Rechman This is a gullus. This is a gullus. And sometimes you do it by choice, and sometimes not by choice. Sometimes there's somebody that in their lives that they should continue with and fulfill their life with. And sometimes they just find a lot of flaws in that person and say, if I find those flaws now, what am I going to find when I'm married? And then there are those that don't have at home the best setting where the Shalom Bayes is not in the best level. And they say, why do I want to get into that? But that Generation X understands and also knows that they are better than their parents, smarter than their parents. And, I learn from everything. I learn from all the things that I've been taught. That I learn from anything. Who is a wise person? One who learns from every person. And from the person that's not doing the right thing, I learn what not to do. If I see that that's not the right thing, I know that I don't do that. So therefore, is the child of a Rahman al-Atzlan an addict? Or of a alcoholic? Or of a... Whatever other flaws that people have sometimes. Is the child a given, a shoo-in, that they have to act that way too? No. No. They actually can rise above that. They can become much better people than their parents were, or are. This is our personal goals. This is our personal exile from which we look to be redeemed, from which we are begging to be redeemed, from which we daven three times a day, or more than that even, we just daven every time we have an opportunity, every time it comes to our mind, we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please take this burden off. Not make it go away. I will make it go away. I will work on it. I will involve myself. I will put every every effort that I can into it. <coughs> but HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you say, Pischali Kereshi Shemachat V'Neftach Loch Shemaim. Open up, show me the pin of a needle, the head of a needle of your effort, 
And HaKadosh Baruch Hu promises, I will open the heavens. I will open the heavens for you. That said, we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help us through each one of us, our personal exile, to overcome our feelings, our emotions, to forgive. Obviously, to say to forget as well as also is not at all an easy thing to say. But to forgive, to forge ahead, to move on. And if one has good feelings towards certain things or people, and for some reason that dissipated, if possibly, to rebuild that. To reinforce that. But the main thing is, if do as Hashem b'simcha, we need to serve Hashem b'simcha. Not saying, eh, it's from HaKadosh Baruch it'll be fine. Not saying just, gamzu teva, but kol dovet rachman on the top of it. Everything that HaKadosh Baruch does is good. And I don't see the bad in it. I learned a lesson from it, I was given a lesson, or whatever it might be, but I'm taking it now, I'm running, I'm taking the bull by the horns and running. Chedesh <laughs> Nissen, in its own right, has beautiful, beautiful different things. Starting with, on a Chedesh Nissen, was the Chanukah of the Mishkan. Therefore, what was done by the Chanukah Semizbeach, every day, one head of the tribe, of each tribe, brought a carbon, brought his own sacrifice, special sacrifice for the Chanukah Semizbeach. And therefore, we have a custom today, each day, to read the Nasi of that day, starting from Rishkedesh Nisan till the twelfth day of the month, every day to read the Nasi. We're celebrating thousands of years later with the Nasi. The Nasi that brought the carbon for the joyous occasion of the Chanukah Samizbeach. So much so, so much so are we enjoying this, so much so are we rejoicing with them, we do not say Tachnun for the first 12 days of the month. Now, 12 days in a month we don't say Tachnun because of the Nasi. Eight days we don't say Tachnun because of Pesach. That makes 20 days. Since the majority of the month we don't say Tachnun, we don't say Tachnun the whole month. Question becomes, the Nesim brought their Karbanas and rejoiced with the Chadnuk Samizbeach once. Once, many, many, many years ago. And it happened in the desert before they even went into Israel. So where did that come off to be a generation thing? Where did that have a continuity 
generation after generation. More importantly, after each nasi that we say, each nasi that we recite, we say Hiratzin. May it be the will, if I come from this Shevet, and we say, we ask that all the different blessings and all the different purifications, elevations take place within us as well. How does that work? How can I relate or connect to that Nasi if I'm not from that Shevet? Eleven of the twelve days, when I'm saying if I'm from that Shevet, I'm wrong. And still and always say this. Each Jew says it. The whole twelve days. Even Kehanim and Levim, which come from Shevet Levi, which we're not going to even say Anasi for Shevet Levi. According to some, we say the thirteenth day, we say Zeis Chanukah Samizbeach, which is in the Kriyas Atayr of Hanukkah, which therefore refers to Aranakayin, his part, lighting the Meneda, etc., of Chanukah Samizbeach, of Chanukah Samishkan. But on the regular day, the Nesim, all the other Nesim, Kanum Levi, which is Shevet Levi, were not from those people. They still say this, that if I am from Shevet such and such. These Kabbalists are bound, are tied, connected, a special connection with Chanukah Samizbeach. But this was in the desert. At that point, the Jews anchored and planted our our service to Hashem. Dafka in the desert. And therefore, it's obviously that something that has to continue on generation after generation. The concept of Chanukah Samizbeach, Chanukah comes from the word of Chinuch. Just as Chinuch, education, builds the foundation for a person's life, so too Chanukah Samizbeach builds the Yisaid of the Aveda Samishkan, which is the Tachlis of Aveda of every person. The bottom line of how one serves God. And therefore, Chanukah Samizbeach needs to be through every Shevet. Everyone needs to participate in order to bring forth and to emphasize that the Aved Ibn Yisrael needs to be done through every different part of the Jewish nation. And therefore, Dafka the Nesim, the heads of the tribes, were those who brought these Karbanas, because the Nasi of a generation, Nasi of a tribe, was the general Neshama of the entire tribe. Therefore we understand now, the perpetual commemoration and, and remembering and re- repetition about the Karbanas of the Nasim emphasizes their perpetuality as always being the Nasi of Yisrael.
So each Nasi in his generation is just like the Nasi of the first generation. And through us connecting with him, connecting to his influences, connecting to the holy lights that he gives off to each and every Shevet, and when we do so, each and every one of us receives all the blessings and all the multitude of, of, of goodness and kindness of all the twelve Shvatim. Because the Nasi encompasses from each and every person. And therefore each and every Jew can ask about the elevation of the sparks and the lights of every shaman, even though they didn't belong to that shaman. Referring to the Nasi, we begin this week, Pashas Chumash Vayikra. And we know, we all know, the Chumash Vayikra starts off, Vayikra El Meisha, Kajbarcha called to Meisha. However, we also know that the Aleph of Vayikra is written smaller than the rest of the letters, known as the Aleph Zeiro. Small letter. What does that symbolize? What does that emphasize? What is it showing us? Showing us the great humility of Meish Rabbeinu. That although he was in heaven for 120 days, (coughs) although he spoke to HaKadosh Baruch face to face, he remained humble. So much so, Pasik tells us, He was the most humble person of any person in the world. This is not the only Aleph that looks a little different in the Tera. There's an Aleph added in Divrei Yamim of the word Adam, which is much larger. And this again shows us, refers to Adam Arishen, showing how great he was. He was created by the hands of God himself. And how he recognized within himself his greatness. The rest, or for the most part, almost all the letters in Teda are average letters. which tells us about the average human being, the average person. Being of a madrega, of a benini. Enough to be a tzaddik, may not be a rasha, staying on the average plane, the middle, the middle lane, as a benini. And a person can achieve this through terror. Every so often, there's a big letter and a small letter. Generally, the letters are even keel. When the letters change, we need to learn something from them as well. The 
big, the large Aleph, the word Adam, depicts the greatness of Adam Arishan, which HaKadosh Baruch himself testified on, gave testimony of, saying the Chachmasei Merubah Mechachmas Malachi Asharas. His Chachma was greater than all the angels. Therefore teaching us, thereby teaching us, that the person needs to recognize their own greatness, their own capacities that were re- that were given to rest upon them. Each person. Just like one needs to recognize their flaws. One too needs to recognize their good points. We're all quick to recognize our flaws. To ourselves at least. Obviously not to everybody else. Nobody walks around telling everybody else how bad they are and how flawed they are and how weak they are, etc. Everybody likes to walk around with their head up, for the most part. Likes to show the world and prove to the world how great they are and how the, what kind of asset they are to the world, whether it's because they have money, because they have smarts, because they have looks, because they have uh, kindness, because they have whatever it might be. But, then again, when one sits themselves in their room, they recognize within themselves what they're lacking. And sometimes, at least by Chassidah Shefabregans, after saying L'chaim once or twice, the person will actually say, and I myself have missed, I myself have not had always the proper intentions when I said Shema, not always by Shema Nesri. Um I didn't put on my twin for a long enough time, I spoke in my twin, whatever it might be. But in a general basis, person likes to keep himself as a proper persona. But one does not have to let it get to their head. Their great their goodness, their their, their capacity, their great their talent or whatever it might be. Another Marishan Recognized it immediately as well when it came to the Eitzadas. Came to the tree of life, tree of knowledge. And by partaking from it, thereby getting thrown out of Ganadin, etc., etc., all the other things that took place from that. From this, we can learn that when one recognizes their own strong points, as we call them, <clears throat> and is very aware of how great they are and how smart or, pretty or bright or good looking or pretty or whatever it might be sometimes it can bring a person to do a sin person needs to have within themselves a humility not just to tell other people oh who am I and act humble in front of others amongst others 
within themselves, when they know and recognize their own qualities, to be humbled about it. And this, therefore, we take from that little Aleph, that small Aleph, <coughs> which Meshe Rabbeinu sought to have. Meshe Rabbeinu knew who great he was. Meshe Rabbeinu's Neshama came from a very, very high source. And even this Pasuk itself, where the little Aleph shows how HaKadosh Baruch Hu's endearment HaKadosh Baruch has to Meshe, where it says, Vayikra al Meshe. Vayikra is a lashon of Chiba, of endearment. So you have such a connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Meshe knew very well that he received the Torah on Sinai. Meshe also knew his greatness. Meshe knew how special and holy he was. But within his heart he said, I've been given this. I've been granted this from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I've been blessed with this. However, however, if someone else had what I've been blessed with, they'd do much better than I did. This was the humility that Meshe Rabbeinu carried around. He knew how great he was. He wasn't fooling himself. He wasn't being totally oblivious to what he is and who he is. But, he said that if someone else carried, someone else was blessed and graced with what I have, they would do better than I. There is a Medish, or I don't know where it's from, I apologize, that said, Meshe Rabbeinu learned humility from our generation. When Meshe Rabbeinu was taken onto the mountain, and he was shown at Yisrael, he was not just shown at Yisrael, he was not just shown the Beis Hamikdash, he was shown all future generations till Mashiach comes. And he saw our generation. And he said, I don't know. I don't know that I can act and be as religious, as holy, as special as this generation if I would have been in this generation. I was in a generation that came out of Mitzrayim, that received the Torah on Sinai, that I led till Israel, built a Mishkan, etc. This generation does not have any of that. But yet, but yet, Kashrus, Tvila Betzibur, Tznius, and none of that is easy. None of it is easy. How much easier, how much cheaper it is to buy not, something that has shown not kosher. How much easier is it to just daven at home and just take a chick chop one, two, three. And I don't even want to mention what the Nashim Tzidkaniyas go through when it comes to Tzniyas. The holy righteous women when it comes to modesty, dressing modestly. Besides the fashion statement, besides the fact that the fashion world 
doesn't dress that way. Within themselves, it's hotter in the summer, etc., etc. All the other restraints and restrictions they have to go through. But yet, but yet. And therefore it says that we went out of Golis and we'll go out of Golis now too. He saw this generation and he said he does not know if he was in this generation he would be as great as he is. And this itself gave him his humility. That doesn't mean that we have to pat ourselves on the back. It just goes to show that we cannot give up, we cannot be despair and say, eh, what am I accomplishing already? Every mitzvah that we do today is way further and greater. Even if it's a mitzvah, it doesn't look like a mitzvah. Eating kosher, we know it's a mitzvah. Making a brach, we know it's a mitzvah. Putting on tefillin, it's a mitzvah. Davening is a mitzvah. Kol pnima they have a hard time finding it as a mitzvah. To find that as a mitzvah itself, a little bit, a little bit, you know. But yet, Azayim the Mamas Kitana, Azayim the Babas Kitana, Azayim This is how the women of our generation always lived, and therefore I need to do so as well. And if I come from generations, that skipped. <coughs> Either my mother, my grandmother, my great grandmother were not so frum and, and, and sneers. I'm picking up the pieces. Picking up the pieces for them. This is something that's not just commendable, it's something that we need to respect and revere beyond our understanding, beyond our grasp. Every neshama, every Jew, has a part of a neshama of other Marishan and a spark of Moshe Rabbeinu. And therefore we, get, we are capable of learning of the good qualities of both of them. We need to know from one hand the strength being a child of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov an heir to the great, wonderful, and wonders of life. And a person needs to know what capacity they have. I cannot say, ah, I can't learn Teda, I can't receive holiness of a simple, mundane person. On the other hand, the person needs to remember the mileus that they have did not come because they toiled and because they worked on it. This was a gift given from above. And therefore one needs to be very, very humbled within their own eyes and not to God forbid become pompous and feel eh, 
it's all about me. And I take it to the language to, I take it to a level. Everybody has to look up to me. Through this, through this humility, we merit being called out of love by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as Mesha was called out of love by Yikra El Mesha. The Chumash of Ayikra known in English <laughs> I love these between Deuteronomy and Leviticus is known mainly for the Avedis HaKabanis the sacrifice is brought in Beis English. some of us have a problem with those things the whole sacrifice thing what does it accomplish how does it accomplish how could it possibly accomplish what is it possibly doing why are we taking innocent animals and slaughtering them and how does that forgive our sins the pouring of the blood the burning of the fat where does it come anywhere to our service in Hashem But yet, each and every generation, by each and every person, Tatus says, as we know that Tatus is Tatus perpetual, each person needs to take away a personal lesson in their own daily life. And so much more so, if, it need, if it's involved with Mishkin and Migdash where we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu clearly states the li Migdash v'shechanti b'seicham within them if it's a Migdash, a single Migdash what does it mean to dwell amongst them to which we learn it means the teich kol echad v'echad but as I'll tell us it means each and every Jew is their own personal tabernacle Therefore, everyone has within themselves their obligations and connections with the daily sacrifices, starting the Karma Tamit. Telling us that our Seydah Chaim, our constant basis of each and every Jew in their service to HaKadosh Baruch on a daily basis. The carbon tumid was a cheap carbon. Little shepsula, little oil, flour, salt. This does not have to each and every Jew bring the carbon tumid every day. But every Jew used to chip in by Machsa Shekel. And therefore, make it possible to buy these karbanas. And there was a fund that kept up the whole year long, and this fund was used was used dafka for the carbon tamid, and therefore everybody had participated in the carbon tamid on, on a daily basis. 
But this carbon <coughs> brought the blessings of Hashem for Hashanah Teva Metzlachas for each and every Jew the way they are where they're at. Carbon Tamid, when you look at it on a daily basis, teaches us within that a person is not required to give everything he has to the Beis Hamidosh. That a person does not have to give everything away. They are allowed to have. They are allowed to leave for themselves. What's asked, what's required of the person, what he gives, he should give with a full heart and with joy. It's not the amount, it's the not the quality, not the quantity, it's the quality. To give with a full, a pure heart, with joy, and with life within ourselves from giving it. Another point that we see and we learn, we gather from Karim Tamid. Rabbin Talmud was brought twice a day. Early morning, before all the sacrifices, and towards the evening, after all the sacrifices were completed. Hakim is scored home. It's Gemara Psachim Nun Ches Samid Beis. Brings it down that it was brought down to Talmud twice a day. But yet, it's called Tamid. Tamid means perpetual, forever. As if it was done every day, all day. Why? Because the influence of this carbon was felt throughout the day. By starting and closing the day, opening and closing the day with the carbon tamid, it circumvented the day to such an extent that one felt the entire day was evolved around the carbon tamid. And so to our life. We involve ourselves in different things throughout the day. We're not always involved only with holiness and godly things. And even more so, the human understanding is possible to be confused also with things that have to do on a worldly basis and unfortunately sometimes take the person off track a little bit and Chas Shalom even get them to do the wrong thing therefore one needs to start the day before they do anything else Takarim Tamid to give over his dedica- dedicatedly and devoted, devotedly I don't even know if it's a word. Complete dedication and devotion probably makes more sense to HaKadosh Baruch of the serving God. And to pray and to Request for within ourselves, not to God forbid, ever go astray.
And therefore the person starts the day Moedani the Fanach of Melech. I attest, I confess before you, my king. Which is as soon as a person opens their eyes in the morning, that's what they have to say. We're saying Moedani today, Bishta, that he returned our Neshama. And we crown him once again each time as a king. And there's no wrong interpretation to that. It's one straight point. In the mini Chabad we even put our hands together when we say the Maidani. That's Hashem to look like any other religion. This opening of a day, this devotion, this dedication of the beginning of the day is is our carbon tamid. This small little call it prayer, this small little sentence of Maidani the Fanacha Malachaiva Kaim Shahzati Binishmasi Bahemla Rabba Munasecha. It's tremendous impact. And it, it literally affects the entire day. Anything that we do throughout the day, it tells us of how we are humbled and we are standing before HaKadosh Baruch Hu on a constant basis. And we are prepared to give our entire essence throughout the entire day to serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And to remain connected, even if I'm at work, or if I'm on the phone, or if I'm whatever it might be, always being connected with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and always relying, not relying, but living off the brachas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us and grants us. The Kim is going home, the Gemara and Tainis, Chavchesam and Aleph, 28, side 1. Gemara tells us, after they were redeemed, uh, sorry, after they were exiled, after the exile of the Bayes Rishon, the Jews came up from exile and they did not find wood in the Lishka. So several families of those that returned went and donated their own wood. In recognition of this and the endearment of this it was established that every year on those days these families had the merit to once again bring wood for the Mishkan. And these were the wood that was used to be brought on the Mizbeach, even if the Lishka had full was full of wood. Even more so, according to 
what the sages established, the day in which that family brought wood was a yomtiv. They weren't allowed to fast, they weren't allowed to work any other work, any kind of mundane work. They had to live this life totally involved with the day that they brought the wood. And again, if you keep it scored, home, the modern Tainus, you'd base and Aleph tells us. She'ain dechem is tishabov shechal b'shabes the me'achag shleisen mishpachas. We don't push off tishabov, which comes out on Shabbos, to the days of these families, the yomtiv of these families. So we find again in Tainus, if you scored home chavava mit beis a mishnah. Which tells us there was no yomtiv to the Jews like the fifteenth day of Av and Yom Kippur. The Gemara explains a little later. He was going home. It's thirty-one. One of the reasons for the simcha of Chamisha Sabaov is for that day was the last day that they would cut wood for the Mareches because that's when the sun became weaker. And therefore, the wood was no longer perfectly dry. What was the wood so important? That a yomtif was established. And it stopped on the last day of Chemisha Sabah, which became a, a full-fledged yomtif. We perhaps can say that the wood of the Marocha was not just a technical wood for the burning of the fire. It had an essence, a spiritual connection with Avedis Kabbanas. The Ramban explains the mitzvahs of Kabbanas and says, when a person brings a sacrifice, he has to think, is makrev, this very moment himself, Baruch As he brings down, he says, person would want to sacrifice themselves, they want to bring themselves up as a sacrifice on the Mizbeach. But that since that's not done, therefore Akash Baruch trades off money for the, the blood for their blood, the blood for the sacrifice, and the soul of the sacrifice for their own sacrifice. I know a lot of people have a problem with that. But this is the fact that the, car- the carbon is therefore created, the animal is created in the world, to be able to complete this mission for the person. There are different types, there are different levels. And therefore the same thing is also the devotions that we have to Gankaj Baruch with each different carbon. The khatas, for example, needed to be brought with tremendous emotion. Crying and and the supplements, prayers. The teda was of a whole different level. Love and emotion and joy. So too, the karakravas of Hashem, in carbon to carbon, coming closer to God. The foundation and basis has to be a feeling, a simple feeling of total dedication, devotion, sias nefesh, 
You don't feel anything around you with it. Totally given over Ani Hashem, the, the given over to Ani, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. My Ani, my essence, giving it over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And only after that can a person feel totally given over and to involve and clothe themselves within their own chatas or az or teida, etc. So we find this also when it comes to the burning of the wood. We know that a person is compared to the tree, the other mates the southern. And therefore the burning of wood shows once again how one is totally nullifies themselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with no side thoughts. And these Kabbalists we could perhaps feel somewhat something doubtful of the Ani, of the I, even a Karman Ayla, which is totally burnt. The Jew feels, he feels good about himself, that he brought it, that he brought an Achas Ruach to Ebishti, he made it Ebishti happy. When it comes to the burning of the wood of the Mizbeah, the person doesn't connect with that. Therefore, this is where the true devotion and dedication of Kadosh Baruch Hu is. A karm that has no feeling for it. I'm not thanking Hashem, I'm not asking for forgiveness, I'm giving a gift to Hashem. Just the wood is burning. And therefore, because of this great Maila, it became a tremendous simcha, the marocha, and therefore those wood, these pieces of wood that were brought up, the pure and clean and wormless wood, was even greater than the being of Kabanas, and therefore it was a yomtiv in itself, ad fast, etc., etc. May we merit to start preparing now. Nechem and Azwachem and Absachem, and go to Eretz Yisrael, Atzein Akdesha, this very Shabbos, Shabbat, Shalom to all.